Ugh, we just barely passed the halfway mark. And I gotta tell you something. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Lori, what do you think? Like, this episode was so fucking boring. Yeah. If boring was a disease, we'd all be infected. Yeah, the masquerade ball. You would think masquerade ball where someone reveals they have HIV positive would be exciting. But it isn't. No. It's Finding Prince Charming right now. It's a beautiful day here in sunny Southern California. Talking to one of my really good friends named Lori Roggenkamp, who the other day, everyone should know this, she was at my house and uh, I got a package, right? And uh, I open it in front of her and it's a squatty potty. Right? And I can see this Lori. She's eyeing this squatty potty. She's looking at this squatty potty. And I say, oh, did did you want it? And you're like, are you sure? And I said, no, take it. And Lori, why don't you tell everybody? Because you wanted the squatty potty, correct, Lori? I did. Yes. And then, I wanted it. Yeah. And then you... T- Wait. Oh, you know what? I never did the... Let me do the introduction first. Welcome to Finding Prince Charming, a recap show for the awful 2016 gay dating show, Finding Prince Charming. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one Italian co-host from the Bloody Podcast. Please say... I'm HIV positive. To Lori Roggenkamp. Lori. Hello. Uh, okay, now continue your thing about the squat. How, how badly you wanted that squatty pot? Oh, I was so excited. Are you kidding me? I was like, oh my god, this is going to revolutionize. Yeah, this is going to revolutionize my uh, my pooping. Yeah, and I took it home and I was telling my aunt, and I le- I forgot I left it in my car. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I got, and then I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, I'm going to go get my squatty potty. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaving, and I walk in, and my aunt goes, well, as long as it's not too clunky you can keep it and i was like clunky like it's a squatty potty yeah and so i show her and she goes no no she goes first it's unsanitary you're not there's no way you're gonna be able to keep it clean i want to talk about this after you say that go ahead uh secondly she said that it just looks it looks ridiculous Mm -hmm. and she goes well you know what you should do is just put it in your office and use it to prop your feet up when when you're at your desk Mm -hmm. and i wanted to smack her um and she goes uh uh she's just like and then also she's like you know and it's gonna it's gonna scratch up the tile Mm -hmm. it's gonna groove in the tile and i was like oh yeah so so yeah, the squatty potty. Back. Yeah, so Laura's gonna give me the squatty potty back. Now I've told people this, and they've all said the same thing. They're like, "Well, I hope she hasn't used it yet." And here's the thing: it's not a it's toilet. A stool. It's a stool. Not not no not a piece of shit. Like a like an actual stool that you put your feet on. Like it doesn't matter. I don't care if you've used it or not. I could see where they get that because you associate something with the bathroom as having used it before. But actually, if you go to someone's house and you sit on their toilet, you've it's had more interaction with your ass than the squat. It's your feet. Yeah. Also, I'm not an animal. I'm gonna wipe it down. I mean, I used it once. Oh, I'm you did use it, it once. Yeah, I used it. It and, really was great. Oh, it is? I've never yeah. used it. I was like, as soon as I start, I sat down, I was like, oh, I see. I see why people like it. Oh, why? It's gotten to the why? point now where I'm like, I don't even, like, I've, I've gone to the bathroom twice uh, since then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, I, I really wish I had the squatty potty. Well, now I want to try it. I can it. use it. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to use it because you, you, got, you got it right out of the box. Yep. And here's what's funny. When you give it back to me, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to like de- de- like sanitize it or something like that. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care. I don't know why. It makes no sense. <laughs> anyway. 
Let's get this episode over with. This week, Robbie is committed to a serious relationship. Lance shows up and tells the guys they need to throw a masquerade ball and reveals something they've never told Robert before. Brandon reveals he has nothing left to reveal. And Eric is nervous about telling Robert that he's HIV positive. At the masquerade ball, they're all dancing like crazy people when Robert gets there. During the mask reveals, no one really reveals anything except Eric, who reveals he's HIV positive, basically revealing that this was all a setup so that Eric could reveal that he's HIV positive. Eric wins a solo date with Robert in the courtyard of some corporate office park, and they kiss a lot. The next day at the barbecue, Robbie decides to be silly again, and Robert makes out with pretty much everyone. At the black tie affair, Robert sends Robbie home. More on that later. Lori names something you liked about this episode. Oh my god. I <laughs> I can't. Um there were so so many dull moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing I did notice and and I'm very honest about this. I think Justin and Eric make a great couple. Oh, really? I, Why? I honestly feel like they are just the same amount, right amount of vapid and Mm-hmm. and and like oblivious as anybody else and but they also like have those moments where they really want to share something dark mm-hmm. so i think that um and also it just seemed like they're they're really close with each other well yeah like, that, i wouldn't that be becomes, surprised if yeah. you find out that they ended up dating or something that becomes an issue later when uh during the black tie affair we find out that they're actually very super close now let's actually break down i, I i'll be honest with you Lori. usually I, I'm, I'm there's nobody who likes just to go on tangents and shoot the shit more than i do okay yeah oh can i say uh w- the one thing i will say i, I definitely liked mm-hmm. was robbie trying to act serious that was <laughs> oh oh let me tell you something and this is part of my reveal if anyone's listened to this, i'll try and pull it up while you're talking robbie, okay. actually, robbie uh did an interview with vulture magazine where he revealed a lot of behind the scenes tea okay really yes and he talks about the masquerade ball and uh there's a reason why he was serious something very dramatic happened at the masquerade ball that they did not talk about on the show much to robbie's chagrin and so we'll talk about it when we get to the masquerade ball okay oh so he was legit acting serious mm-hmm. you are being ser- he wasn't yes. like oh yeah oh okay i honestly thought i was just like is this his version of acting serious because it just seems like he's just sad no he, he's not there's something happened um I also would like to call this episode the uh, episode of obvious statements. Okay. Um, because <laughs> like several times uh, when Lance shows up at the house, Justin mm-hmm. goes, I get nervous when Lance shows up because I know something's going to happen, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> this, this show is so full of lies, <laughs> right? It's so full of so many lies that I'm going to talk about when we get to each little chapter. But anyway, okay. like I was saying, this sh- everyone should know. I've even thinking that the little paragraph summary that I gave of the episode was about eleven times more interesting than the actual episode. The actual episode was was bizarrely very boring for what seems to be very dramatic. You know, like Eric revealing he's HIV positive and the masquerade ball. Uh, everyone should know. Also, I think Lori, I've told you this privately is I actually tried to recap Finding Prince Charming while it was airing, okay? I aired it, I did a show with my friends uh, Daniel Brewer and Adam Burns, and we were covering Finding Prince Charming, and we gave up after episode four. I don't remember, I don't have a total memory, but part of me think no, because I, I don't remember, I've never seen this episode before, so never mind. After episode four, we just decided we're done. So I actually, this is the first time I've ever seen this episode. The other ones I'd seen before. This is the first time I've ever seen the Masquerade Ball episode. And so it was so boring. And I was, I yeah. made, I'm all, now I'm glad we didn't finish recapping Finding Prince Charming. You know? Yeah. I gotta be honest. I feel like with, like, with the drag competitions, mm-hmm. well, not drag, with Camp Wanakiki and with um, this show now, it's like watching just people do arts and crafts is like one of the boring, most boring things ever. It's on par with people cooking. Like, I feel like 
cooking, watching people cook is far more interesting than watching people do arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. And that's all it was, was just very cheap arts and crafts. And it was just like, it seemed like they spent the whole day doing this. And it's like, why? Why did you need a whole day to put glitter on a mask? All of them seem to just do the same thing. So Yeah, they all pretty much did a version of the same thing. I will say Justin's was more creative, even though his reveal was, I actually have no idea what he revealed. Uh, I have uh, it, I have it, no, I have a list of what he revealed, but like I think he's trying to say that he uh, he seems happy, but that he's actually miserable on the inside. Well, they all kind of, except for Eric, they all gave this like my revelation is that there's more to me than what you see. I'm like, yeah. really, dummy? That's <laughs> yeah. I think Brandon was the only one who really had like a. Uh, like a like a a common sense thing, which was like, what am I all going to reveal? I've told him everything. Yeah, which is true. It's like I feel like they, you know, they've all shared. They've all been so up trying to one up each other with con- telling each other their, you know, all their stuff that mm-hmm. I feel like other than Eric, there's really nothing left for anybody to share. Uh-huh. So, you know, mm-hmm. also, um, well, we'll get to it at the end. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, okay, so why don't, but anyway, I, I just kind of want to be done with this episode, I'm not going to lie, there's not even really much funny things to say about it. Okay. But, I'll uh, try not to overtalk. You no, know, you can do whatever you want, make it more interesting. Here we go. After Paul's elimination, the boys wonder what's going to come now that Paul's eliminated, and Robbie says he can show another side of Robbie, uh, and he's ready to do that. Any thoughts there? I mean, that's literally everything that I just told you, that's what leads up to the to the opening title sequence. And then they're like, oh. Uh, um, yeah, I, well, I kind of feel like uh, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, he's like, I can show another side, but I don't know what kind of, what side he wants to see. And so I just felt like it's like, if you don't have a side, another side, don't try and force no, it. No, but you know what? You know? I do think this is, Robbie did that thing where like, it's like very extreme. It's like my dad. Like my dad's a slow driver, but then if you tell him to drive fast, and he goes like two hundred miles an hour, and like you can drive yeah. faster and not go two hundred miles an hour. And the same thing with Robbie. But I think you know, we're kind of where Robbie's right, and he's like, well, obviously there's another part of me. You're seeing a very narrow image of me on these very curated moments. But if you actually spend time with me in the house, like the other cast members have then you would see that I'm a, a, a much more complete person. And the other cast members agree. They're not even disagreeing with him. And so yeah. that's unfair of Robert, A. B, but then Robbie does this thing where he's like trying to be like brooding, and that's just not him. That's what I was saying, is yeah. that's that's what I thought was interesting. Like when he does his his mask reveal, he's like trying very hard not to smile. He even says it's hard not to smile. And it's like, why would you? why would you even try? Mm-hmm. If that's how you want to do it, you know. So I don't know. I just think I, I just think it's weird. All right. Uh, next, uh, Lance Bass shows up at the house unannounced, and he tells the boys there's going to be a masquerade party, and the theme is you behind the mask. They need to reveal something that they haven't told Robert before, and there are party supplies for the house, and there's also supplies for, to them, for them to make masks. Immediately, the guys get to work, and Brandon reveals to us that he has nothing left to reveal. He already told Robert everything. Uh, yeah. Justin sees this as an opportunity to show who he is. I don't know what that means. Which, who, what? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Chad is really excited for the masquerade ball. Eric doesn't want to reveal what his mystery is. Uh, The decorating captains are Dylan and Chad. And then Eric reveals to Justin that he's HIV plus, HIV HIV positive, and it's pretty emotional for him. Now, Lori, give me your thoughts on everything we we have up to that moment. Okay. Well... First off, I thought it was funny that he's like, we've we've stocked the house full of art supplies, and then it's like a table, it's like a, a like a TV tray on a table. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, uh-huh. obviously not stocked with art supplies. Um, and then they all set to work, and again, they all make the same mask, and they're all acting like this is like a big deal, like a big venture. Uh-huh. And then the other thing that I thought was so weird was that Eric, so they all go, what is the secret that you, you're you going to reveal? And Eric goes, you know what? I'm going to keep that to myself. Uh-huh. 
And and then he, for some reason, feels like because he's keeping it to himself, he also mm-hmm. has to keep the construction of his mask to himself. Mm-hmm. So he has to go outside and on the floor make his mask. I didn't get that. I don't understand why he felt like he did that. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is Eric gave an interview about his time on the show. Okay. And it it's weird because he uh, said that the only reason he went on the YouTube channel is Eric, and, and I found out from AfterBuzz TV's Jay Ellis that pretty much all the LA people um, were invited on the show. Okay, they didn't have to audition. Okay, anyone who lived in LA, okay. and um, he said that if he was invited to go on the show. He was approached to go on the show. Okay, and he said that the only reason that he went on was I guess he worked in H. He's HIV positive, but also worked in HIV advocacy. Right, so he he does this talk all the time, and then he said the only reason he wanted to go on the show really, if he found love, that was great. But it was really to to to, to hoping to bring HIV awareness, you know, out there. Okay. So well, he yeah, knew what I he mean, was going to do. That was sort of the point of what he was going to do. Okay, I think that's a great way to do it. Don't talk about it for well, four. No, but, but he said no. But he said that he had actually told the guys in the house already. They all knew. So that's why there was this weird, like, oh, they're pretending, like Justin pretending not to know. Like he said, he didn't make a secret about it at all. He just hadn't told Robert. And I think he wanted to. I hadn't, I don't want to quote him. I have to go find the Eric interview again. But there is something about the producers are involved about when he would reveal it to to Robert. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's also there are things you're saying that I happen to know the truth because of Robbie's interview, and I'm like, oh, Laurie. Well, why don't you just say it? No. <laughs> why are you letting because we're talk? not there yet why are you letting me talk well i'm almost then? i'm almost there i'm almost there so any other things about the the the, the masquerade ball prep um he, he tells just oh well I'll, i will say this the way he tells justin that he has hiv makes it seem like he's not going to be telling anybody else because he specifically seeks out Justin to say, I feel, and he even says in his testimonial, I feel like I can confide in Justin. So he tells Justin he's HIV positive and they have this very sweet, tender, boring moment mm-hmm. um, that I fell asleep through halfway through. <laughs> um, but he, but, and so the way that it's set up makes it seem like, oh, the reveals are going to be done in private. With just Robert and the other person. Yeah. And I'll just leave it at that. And then we'll get to the next part. All right. Now let's actually talk about the the masquerade ball. Now, one of the things I want to talk about, because it's so fucking weird. And we actually do get some insight here. (laughs) Okay. Is when Robert gets there, all the guys are like doing this weird dance. It almost seems like a horror film. And Brant, I mean, literally, I literally would, I would not... Uh, I, uh, um, what are the words I'm trying to say? <clears throat> I wouldn't be, I would be, fuck, I can't talk right now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just a bunch of producers in a circle around, off camera, around them going, okay, now Brandon, do like a leg dance. Use your legs. Okay, Justin, now kind of, you know, walk around with the glass. Okay, everybody in a circle, circle, everybody in a circle. It did, it did seem like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So actually, let me read right now. Uh, let me read right now the part about Robbie's interview, okay? Because I feel it answers a lot of these questions. I just want to. Oh, you sure it's time? Yeah. Okay. So the the interviewer asks, "Were there any important moments that we didn't get to see?" All right. So the question is, "Were there any important moments that we didn't get to see?" Okay. Uh huh. And Robbie says. Robert and I did get in a big fight at the masquerade ball, which was awful, by the way. Imagine six people standing in a room with masks on their faces. We weren't allowed to take our masks off, and then Robert would take someone out of the room. So then there was just five of us with our masks on. It was this weird party. The music they played had to be like non or had to be royalty free, so it was a song no one knew. They had it on repeat. It was the worst party ever. 
Anyway, I was trying to be serious, and Robert came and sat on me, and he was very heavy, his bony butt, and I was like, get off of me. I just wasn't into him. Then I stepped into the kitchen just to have a breather and talk to some of the producers, and Robert storms into the kitchen, starts yelling in my face, pointing in my face, saying, I sent Paul home for you, and that I should cut the shit. He was screaming and yelling in my face. That's why he came over at the pool party the next day to apologize. And then I was ready to give my tie. I was over the whole thing. Producers told me, Robbie, do not. Keep your tie because we're about to do the revealing of the mask. So that's when I had the conversation with him. After Robert had screamed in my face, I had to stand in front of him and reveal the meaning behind my mask, which was serious. But then I did make it funny at the end when I said I had been there for 87 days. It was nice to even break down Robert's walls and a little bit more and see a little chuckle out of him oh geez that's weird now he goes on just a really quick paragraph and then we'll end it here because the interviewer says that's crazy that they added all that out and he says the show is trying to portray robert in this prince perfect thing but viewers can see through that viewers want reality that's why it's a reality show. They want to see the real deal. I think maybe, logistics-wise, there were producers in the room, so I don't know if the cameras were shooting in there. It was a very real argument. It wasn't for show. It wasn't for cameras. He can flip the switch, that boy. Um, I have a question. Yeah. They're making it seem, was the reveal two, two different days? Was it like the party and then the no, pool party and I then the reveal? They, I think that the, he's either talking, either they did a full transcription and then he's just sort of jumping around or he, they, they just messed up the, the transcription because I think what he's saying is this happened. And then the next day at the pool, at the barbecue, Robert came up and, up and apologized. Yeah. So... Uh, anyway, so that's important to know as we get into it because, yeah, there's that. So, so you can see there's, they're showing these shots of Robbie and he looks super serious, but not even, he looks pissed. Yeah. He looks really, really upset. And then, see, I already read this interview. So when I saw the episode, I could see the tension. I also, I also thought it was weird. And I wondered, I was like, I wonder if they're making them keep their masks on because I thought it was so weird that these like adult men are like just wearing masks and Justin has to wear his dumb black mask that he has on and then also put the other mask over his face. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why? So geez, that's wow. That's crazy. Okay, so then Lance shows up, and it's time for the mask reveals. I actually, I've actually, I have that audio right here. You ready to hear, it, Lori? Yeah. We're gonna go through each one. Here we go. One at a time, you'll come up, explain your mask, and share the story okay. behind it. Ultimately, Robert is gonna choose the man behind the mask that he finds most intriguing, and that person will get a one-on-one date. How does anyone think they're gonna beat out Eric? Well, I mean, the way that they portray it, mm-hmm. I don't think they make it seem like any nobody knows that Eric is HIV positive except for Justin. Mm-hmm. But now that you're saying that everybody knows, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how any – I mean, it's really like now you're saying it's, it's it seems like more of a, a show de- designed to further the relationship between Eric and um, – Robert, which just as I think that pop, the way that they were making the end of the show look that the next episode might be focusing more on Brandon and Robert. All right, here we go. But that's just my opinion. And that date will be happening tonight. Oh, uh, oh. wow. <laughs> In this moment. And, and by the way, Eric, look, everyone's giggling about that. And Eric just looks so serious. Anyway. Well, he was serious the whole time too. He was kind of like just kind of like roaming around and not really smiling or anything. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Here we go. I know that there's a solo date up, but my main goal is not to get this date. My main goal is just to reveal something about myself that is deep. Chad, let's start with you. I definitely feel a connection with Chad. I have since the first time I saw him. He he's in love with Chad. He loves Chad. He thinks Chad is so hot. I don't think he's in love with him. I just think he honestly wants to see how flexible he is. I think, you're right. I think as soon I honestly feel like as soon as he has sex with Chad, he's gonna see he's gonna be like, Oh yeah, this guy's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I had a dark past. I've suffered from depression. Coming out of the closet 
My childhood was very dark. Without my dark past, I wouldn't realize who I am and I wouldn't be happy with myself today. So, that's what it represents. It's good that he's opening. What did that reveal? That revealed nothing. He had a rough childhood. I mean, it, I mean, honestly, it's more bragging than anything. Yeah, you know, it's more like, yeah, I'm pretty awesome, uh, and I'm awesome even in the spite of other people being dicks to me. But so. I kind of feel that about a lot of these. <sighs> yeah, no, all of these were super generic, right. except for except for Eric's. All right, here we go up to me and i'm definitely looking forward to spending more time with him it's beautiful thank you okay let's, let's justin go. you're up next okay, next justin Hi. and justin always has his lips pursed together like he's trying to like hold it in water before he spits it on somebody yeah also he walks up with his black mask on and then puts the silver mask over his face and the reveal is supposed to be that he's like this glittery which you'll find out is he's this glittery guy, but then underneath is like a darker, kind of more serious person. It's like, well, isn't the reveal kind of screwed now that you've <laughs> you yeah. have shown you have the dark mask, you dumb idiot? <laughs> okay. Come on our show. You're an <laughs> asshole. I hope you die. Not really. Hi, Robert. Hey, Justin. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, yeah, you're right. You just did this do mask that. portrays. I'm vibrant. I'm full of color, full of life. A little bit of flair, full of pride, and I'm calm. Okay, I feel like he's saying the same thing over and over again. I'm vibrant, yeah, also, I'm full of color, I'm full of pride, I have a flair. Go ahead. He sounds like if I were to put a gun to his head and say, You're, I'm, I'm going to shoot you, what do you want people to know about you? And that's how he would repeat it. He doesn't sound happy at all. He's like, I'm vibrant, I'm full of color, I'm full of life. I'm like, oh my god, dude. Right, here, here we go. Confident. But not all the glitters is gold. And you're right. He takes it down like he's like, I'm revealing this black mask. And by the way, he's tearing up. This boy loves to cry. He does. And he also has, what is that weird gold thing? Yeah. I don't know what that is. All right. Here we go. But he also like, he yeah. also kind of like looks away like he's ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like like he's ashamed. Like the mask isn't tight. Isn't like your permanent face. You idiot. You really are mad at Justin. Here we go. I hate him. The same side of me that, you know, is playful is the side of me and the want and the desire and the need for people to be happy. How is it the same side of you? Wouldn't it be the other side? He's like, there's one side of me that's happy and playful. The other side, some people would, but on the same side, like, no, it's not the same side. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's trying to make it seem like a bit. It's like when you're at a job interview and they're like, what are your strengths? Oh, I'm a hard worker. What are your weaknesses? I work too hard. Yeah, yeah. He goes, he's always trying to make people happy. Here you go. But I find myself being very vulnerable because I worry about others more than myself. I think he thinks vulnerable is a negative thing. Yeah, none of them think vulnerable is a good thing. I find myself, here's, I'm going to admit this to you, Robert. I'm vulnerable because I... Put others before myself. All right, here we go. So I'm still shiny on the inside, but I'm not perfect. So You're not perfect? And Robert's tearing up, too. It was amazing to see Justin open up. It's uh, interesting what did to he know say? that he struggled with inner demons. So it's nice to um, what know what he's really feeling inside. And then they get like, this Robert, helps like, I gotta give people? you a kiss. So Justin gets a kiss on the cheek. Up next, Dylan. <sighs> You know Dylan, he's black, so he's not going to get fucking anything. Oh, by the way, I did learn, by the way, and I don't know if this is true, but there are there were, uh, and I remember this now once this person told me, there were accusations that came out that Robert's racist. That when he was an escort, he wouldn't uh, go with anybody who was black. He wouldn't sleep with uh-huh. a black. Yeah, 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 when he was an escort. That was a hard no. All right, here we go. Here comes Dylan. So, um, this mask represents all the things that I feel we have in common. By the way, Dylan is not wearing the mask. He's just holding it and looking at it like another person. Yeah. And he says, these are the things that I feel we have in common. So let's find out what he feels they have in common. Here we go. But with all that fun, all that excitement, there is also... He didn't say what it was. No, it's a gold mask with, um... Like a little red... flower on it or something red, red flower and then he said with all that fun and all that excitement there's a dark side is he talking about like bdsm 
I'll, I'll tell you two things. I'll tell you one thing they have in common is losing their temper and yelling at somebody. Probably, yeah. Right. Remember, because remember Dylan yelled at him, and then remember Robert took him the next day and said, "You can't be yelling at people." Cut to yeah. a few days later, he's yelling at Robbie. All right, here we go. Dark side. The ribbon that I chose was more of like the obstacles that I've gone through in life. You know. Okay, what are those obstacles, Dylan? It's never an easy road. It's never, you know. A and what's the ribbon? Why? Why would the ribbon be anything? And where is it? Because I see the gold mask. Where's the other dark one? I never saw that. But the ribbon is just like <clears throat> that, like filigree. Like it's not anything that's like. It's not like it's not like written like you know money power str- you know there's no like writing on it it's just like I don't know it doesn't make any sense I don't get it here we go let's go it's never given to us we have he's, to work our way through he's must be it must be hot in there because Dylan's sweating but Dylan is a very intense guy and so it's nice to see him be a little vulnerable okay. Brand- I mean I saw him be like super intense I don't know what you were saying yeah. <laughs> Here we go. You're kind of Brandon. He gets different music, by the way. Dylan got like, Brandon. What? I'm gonna go back to Brandon just a little. To Dylan, watch the Dylan. Here we go. Listen to the music, and then listen when it goes to Brandon. Oh, it's never you know a straight path that we have to walk on. It's never given to us. We have to work our way through it. Dylan is a very intense guy, and so it's like a horror movie. Listen to the switch. Brandon, you're up next. <laughs> Every time I see Brandon, our bond is growing stronger and stronger. He's not only beautiful on the outside, but he's beautiful on the inside. Which, by the way, we find out Brandon agrees. By the way, I was yeah. I saw After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis, and he revealed to me that Brandon just recently came out as a psychic. And so uh, Jay showed me his his personal Instagram page, and he lists all his psychic powers. He has every psychic power. I could see if you said, like, look, I have this one psychic power. I can I can see the future, or I can talk to the dead. One of these things, right? Lori, there were psychic powers I didn't even know existed that he had. Like, I can talk to birds, you know? And you're like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, Why? Yeah, yeah. How, how is he a drug addict if he had psychic powers? <laughs> or how did he not know how he was going to do on the show? Yeah, how, like any of that. Oh, my God. All right, here I we can't. go. Let's, let's listen to Brandon. Which is, it's, it's sexy. He's sexy. You know As what? That is just somebody who's just too it. hot for their own good. Yeah, they're bored. Well, they, they, he needs to be different. That's what it is. A lot of times hot people go like, they realize that they're kind of boring, but they're hot. And so then they need to be different. And so uh, that's what he's trying to do. Well, he's an attractive white man. I mean, he's like, basically, he can just go do anything. You know, and so I think it's like it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, he wants to be different, he wants to be whatever, but it's like anything he tries, he gets, even if mm-hmm. he's not that great at it. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, why don't I just pretend like I'm a psychic? No, you're all right. Here we go. Say that my outsides match my insides. So, wasn't that weird to say, finally, my insides match my outside? So, he's saying, like, I'm now beautiful. I'm just as hot on the inside now as I am on the outside. Who says that about themselves? That doesn't even make any sense. It's like, like, what? Are you trying to say that you're confident about yourself? Are you trying to say you find yourself attractive? Like, I don't understand what he's trying to say. Mm -hmm. I I hate this. Can, is this over? It's almost. Done. Here we go. Okay. And then he gets a fucking huge ass kiss. Yeah, from Robert. Robbie. Oh, here comes Robbie. Now remember, they've just had this screaming match, and you can tell. Are you looking at this with me, Lori? Like, look at Robert. Robert's face fucking falls. That's why I said, like, oh, you can see the tension right here. You can. Yeah. And, and Robbie has that like, bitch. We know. We all know what's going on here, right? So now let's listen to this now with this knowledge that they've just had a shouting match. All right, here we go. Robert. See, look how pissed Robert looks at him. Robert looks so, and like Robert is does not have a poker face. He is looking so angry at Robert right now. I Robbie right There's, now. What I love about it is, and so everybody has more of like a whimsical, 
kind of way that they're describing their mask. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that Robbie, when Robbie gets angry, he gets very specific. Mm -hmm. And so his way, when he was told he had to go back there, he's like, all right, you want me to describe the mask? Then I will literally describe the mask. All right, here we go. As I'm sure you've seen before, there's a fun, playful side to me. And that is bright, fun-loving, and beautiful. And I know I've been able to show you this to the best of my ability. I noticed earlier that Robbie's not having a good time at the party, but I love the fact... I wonder why, because you just fucking screamed at him in the kitchen. Yeah, that's weird. The fact that Robbie took this exercise seriously, it says a lot about who he is, and that he can listen and uh, take my feelings into consideration. However, there is a very deep, deep, emotional, beautiful side that's on the other side of all this fun and frivolity. God, Robert looks and so I know pissed the boys up. here have been able to experience that firsthand, living day in, day out with me for the past 87 days we've been here. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you see Robert. Like, so I see Robert. I love that laugh. I love it when you smile. Robbie's Robbie. You know, even when he's being serious, I laugh. I mean, I don't want to spend all my time trying to change someone and just be himself. Thank you for sharing. My pleasure. And they share that look like, bitch, we both know. We both know. Yeah. And then it's Eric. Then it's Eric. Here we go. Eric, you're up last. Eric is the last one up, and I can see he's looking, like, pale and nervous. I'm trying to figure out what is going on, because he's been acting a little bit different. The feelings are beginning to get overwhelming. Is this the right time? Should I do this right now? Did I make the right choice? What if he does reject me? It's difficult to think straight. I think Robert would reject him, but not on the air. No, no. I think you could tell, like that right away he like and you'll see we'll see later like he was like how can i use this to my benefit not necessarily thinking like oh i'm glad you know i'm glad that he told me sort of thing all right here we go this moment could change everything oh then they go to commercial break yeah 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 so and now we gotta now we gotta live all through this again when you told us here we go create a mask know exactly what i was supposed to share with you share with all i don't like corn nuts all of you (laughs) you asked me to connect to you so i hired you in 1988 to be a stripper yeah i sent you a bag of my semen yeah i asked for your dick cheese by the way i found out too that was another thing that robert would do no 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 you could pay him for your no, no, for no, 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 no. Ten years ago, I found out that I was HIV positive. Hey, hey, come here. There's nothing you can say that would scare me away from you. What? What? There's nothing he could say. I'm all. This is not real. My real face. It's the skin of my fourth victim. (laughs) And by the way, Chad is crying. Chad's crying. Chad hates him. Chad hates him. Yeah, he could be. What do you think? Chad's going like I could have gotten HIV. I killed your sister, and I'm I'm currently have her her cut out vagina on my penis. <laughs> There's hey, sh- sh- listen, sh- I still love you. Listen, there's nothing. No, no, no. Literally, her vagina on my penis. <laughs> it's just there. Yeah. You know that smell? That's the smell of your sister's dead vagina. Let's just be in the moment. Who I am today. I share this with you because I have to. That's a part of me. It's a small part of me. It's only a part of me. I already already told you I'm okay. Okay, we we got it. 
As a gay man, it hits home for me that this is He's a, a very gay man. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Very real disease in our community. I can't help but become overwhelmed with love for Eric. I work in a field. He can't, he can't help it. It's almost like he has a disease. By the way, Justin in tears. Where in I tears? This every day. Okay, so Brandon is talking. Eric. Justin. Justin's been crying all the time. Let's not throw. All right. Just let's not. JL After Buzz TV's JL has very kindly sent me Brandon's Instagram handle, and I found the post. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm going to actually read the whole post. Here we go. Here we go. I'm sharing my big secret, unless you've already read my last post or bio, LOL. Feel free to ask me any questions about the topic, and I ask that you please be respectful. Respectful. Sending love to all you angels and gurus. I'm clairvoyant. I see images. I'm clairaudient. I hear information. I'm clairsentient. I feel information. I'm precognitive. I can see future events. I'm a medium, which means I can speak to past loved ones, angels, guides, and God. I'm pre- I'm a precognitive symbologist. I can see symbols and intuitively know what they mean. I'm an animal guide and guardian angel identification. Energy, readle, energy reader, medical intuitive. I can sense problem areas in the body that I suggest someone might have a licensed professional look into. And I have the gift of psychic mimicry. I can take on the gifts of other psychic mediums after I've made contact as if they were my own. I knew I was psychic when my intuition started giving me specific details. Wait, he he's a, a gar, guardian identificator? Does that I, mean I, he, like, identifies guardians? No, a guardian angel identificator. Identifier. But I, lo- I love how he basically did the wish for more wishes. So that if you said, like, well, my guy, he can do this. And then he goes, well, I can do it too. Yeah. Any, any, any power I have not mentioned here, I have that too. He should have just said, I have all the, I have all the psychic powers. Yeah, that's what Brandon. That's what Brandon should have said. And then drama goes, shh, shh, shh. I, I am all of them. Shh. There's nothing you can say. And then he goes, "That will scare you." I'm psychic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. That's the end of that chapter. Let's move on. Uh, then there's the solo date. You know what I just realized is we haven't done a single testimonial this whole time. Um, I think Brandon is full of shit. I realized the same thing when we were doing the shh bit. And I was like, oh, this should be a regular bit. And I was like, why don't we have any regular bits on this show? And I was like, oh, fuck, we do. We haven't done it. Ugh. That's so crazy because I was thinking, what am I going to do after this? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do this weekend? I was thinking of anything other than this episode. But Brandon's seriously full of shit. What's weird is I got a message today from Brandon. And it said, hey, listen, don't forget the bit. But I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> okay, on the start... <laughs> On the solo date, Robert reveals that his uncle died of AIDS uh, and that he used to feed him. And then they have a boring date and it's not in a restaurant. It's like literally it looks like the courtyard of like a corporate park in Irvine, like some office park. And they just set up a table next to a fountain. Yeah. What What is the I would love to know the budget for this movie, because I just feel like the budget is like. Negative five hundred dollars. Like, yeah, I feel like they owe. It's like they're constantly like, we actually have to make money, guys. We have to. We have to put you guys out. We have to. We have to bring in money. Yeah. Um, like they're like, why don't we just set up a table by craft services? Yeah, that's what it sort of felt hey, like. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, uh, real quick. Um, it, would you guys be okay if we just use your food court for like? Five minutes. That's what it looked like. Because don't you think if they went to a restaurant, they would have shown the name of the restaurant? Yeah. Well, they wanted publicity. Yeah. Although I do think it would be funny if if a, the restaurant, like, wouldn't it be funny if they had a date in the restaurant and then the restaurant saw the show and was like, you know what? We're not going to. We don't want you <laughs> guys you, to. Quick question. <laughs> did, did you happen to get a shot of the name of the restaurant? Oh, yeah. Sir, 
We did. We made sure there are like really long establishing shots that show the name. Of the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, we don't need any of that. We're good. Well, we're fine. We're good. We're, we're fine. good. Thanks. We're, we're, we're square. Anyway, Eric starts flattering Robert the whole time. And then this is what I thought. They start making out. And I was thinking when they were, you know what I was thinking about when they were making out? I was like, Paul is so fucking jealous right now. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, Paul must be like writhing. Uh, but I did. I, oh. I think Lori and I are psychics. I have psychic I am a medium I can talk to ghosts I'm also a uh, psychic I farter. farter I can mm-hmm. understand yeah, the the, uh, the farts are psychic about... oh Lori I was, just, I was just saying that too how weird <laughs> I think I think we're psychic twins <laughs> we're, we're psychic twins yeah. um i also have been packing on weight not because i have an eating problem because i know that the world is going to end so i'm a, a, a psychic armageddonist um i uh i'm a psychic water drinker i can drink water and predict the future mm-hmm. um i'm a psychic uh foot smeller mm-hmm. i can uh the from feet smells i can predict the future but i don't use that because f- feet are gross so i actually um don't really know how to stop that um i'm a psychic nail biter uh, when i bite my nails i get uh ghost ghostly projections mm-hmm. um and uh, i'm a psychic masturbator um, really I can sorry. masturbate, individually masturbate ghosts in heaven, including God. I'm really sorry I started this bit. <laughs> All right. The next day, it's a barbecue, and Robbie decides he's going to be silly again. Robert decides he's going to be more relaxed. People are getting jealous of Eric because he keeps stealing Robert away. Robert has changed his opinion on Dylan. And I, don't, I don't know how. Chad makes Robert a mask and they kiss. Eric starts getting jealous and bitches to Justin that he's jealous. People always pick their own reality dating show. They get jealous. Isn't he with Paul? Brandon and Robert have some alone time. And don't they make out too? Yeah. Robert makes out with Brandon. Then Justin tries to find his place in the competition. And Robbie and Robert have a moment where Robert apologizes Clearly for yelling him at the masquerade ball. All right. Your thoughts on this, Lori, on the barbecue. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was weird that he literally like, like the whole, the, this whole scene was literally like, I need to make a connection with Robert. I feel like our connection is strong, but I feel like I need to make a connection with him mm-hmm. because I want to show that we have a connection and our connection needs to connect to our connecting connectors yeah. and their connection, 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 mm-hmm. connection. Like I'm just like I was just like how many ways can people say connection? Mm-hmm. Um, also, I will say this, and uh, I honestly feel like um, there. I, I I think there was a solid moment where uh, Robert wanted to top Brandon when they oh, were making. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah yeah! If he could have, he would have done it right now. Yeah. I think Brandon realized quickly, like, oh, I got to stand up because. Um, well, you know why he re- you know why he could really you know he knew that. Because he's psychic. What? Oh, yeah. Because he's <laughs> Yeah. Hold on for a second. Robert. I feel... You know what's really weird? I was playing that music, and I felt like I was cheating on Hello Ugly, so I'm going to stop it. Okay. That's like Hello Ugly's music I'm all... You know what? I'm cheating on Hello Ugly's by doing that. We can't play that music. Thank you. I've stricken it from the record. Thank you. And um, all right, so go ahead. What were we oh, I, oh, I just I thought the whole pool scene was just a way for him to walk around and make fun, make, not make fun, make out with the with all the people he wanted to make out with, mm-hmm. you know. And it was clear to me that Robert was going home, mm-hmm. and Robbie um, was going home. or Robbie, sorry, mm-hmm. it was clear to me that Robbie and I think even Robbie, and we'll find out Robbie even knew it, you know. I so think I, I think, think he probably told the producers, "You better send me fucking home." He's yeah. relieved. Yeah. He, um, but yeah, I, I, I just honestly feel like it was just kind of like, uh, 
you know, I don't know. I was kind of bored with the with the pool scene. I thought it was all about it. It was all like nonsense words. Again, it was all I need to show we have a connection and I want to up our connection and I want to increase our connection. And I, it's like, oh, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. So I, don't know. I thought it was annoying. Yeah, nothing really happened to the barbecue scene. Then, I'm going to be honest with you, they have the black tie ceremony, and then they're all wearing AIDS ribbons. I'll say that. Yeah, they're all wearing AIDS ribbons, um, you know, which is good. I feel like somebody finally needs to stand up and take a stand for AIDS, and I think that's <laughs> going to be fighting Prince Charming. Yeah, yeah very good. Uh, and, yeah. And then, then, and then he sends Robbie home, and you can tell Robbie wanted to go home. Robert wanted to send him home. There was no love lost there. And, no. Uh, now, but now, even more so, the show's even a little more boring. Let's talk about who's left. We oh, have- yeah. I, and I think Robert even knew that the show was – he was like – yeah, and I think – or no, not Robert, uh, Robbie. Um, was it Brandon? Brandon, somebody was like, yeah, now the show – now it's going to get a lot more serious. It's like, yeah, because nobody else on the show is funny. What you say? But I- it's Eric, Dylan, Brandon, Justin, Chad. Yeah, I will say I thought it was interesting that he um, uh, that he uh, he 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 had who's shoot who's before Robbie? It was Justin, right? Mm -hmm. He had Justin keep his tie, Mm -hmm. and then he sent Robbie home. And Robbie, even in his testimonial, was like, "Yeah, I know, I'm going home. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I know, I'm going home." And so, but then Robert kept saying, like, you know, these said the times that we've seen each other and, and all the moments and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> Robbie's like, yeah, I, I know I'm going home. I'm, I'm fine with it. And it's just like, just dude, just give him his time, like, move yeah. on. Yeah. I just thought it was so weird. It's almost like announcing who the first place winner is and then bringing up the second place winner and being like, and now for second place. <laughs> it's like, I know. So we know, we know what's going to happen. I mean, I know who wins, but I don't know who goes home next. I think it could be one of two people. I don't want to say who it is because spoil things. But, like, who do you – if you had to guess who you think goes home next, who do you think goes home next? Well, I know who goes home next. Oh, you do? I looked it up on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. So let's not speculate then. Because, you know, people don't want to have the spoiled for them. So uh, – <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think that's what – but uh, – oh, and then doesn't Robbie say something at the end that, like, all these people are in love with them and so they're going to be willing to – um you know, throw each other under the bus or something like that. Yeah, I think he's going to get very interesting. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how it goes. I'm very curious yeah. to see how it goes. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Finding Prince, or Fighting Prince Charming. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to diss the horrible gay dating show, Finding Prince Charming. So, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself... Mary, was it worth it? No! Lori Roggenkamp has two other podcasts. The first is the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori. And the other is called Queering Time and Space. You can find both of those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at PickleMyth. That's P-I-C-K-L-E-M-Y-T-H. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz, that's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>